Acme, make sure your grocery shopping is easier than ever. Download the Acme mobile app today. To have your own personal grocery guru right in your pocket. Use it to plan your shopping list like a pro. Find recipes tailored to your diet. Get personalized deals on the products you buy most and choose your shopping style. Whether it's in-store delivery or drive-up, Acme's got you covered. Plus, rack of reward points for every purchase and redeem for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Acme Fresh Foods Local Flavors. Whether it's life, relationships, politics, or current events, nothing is off limits. This is the Patty and the Millennials podcast, helping to bridge the gap between baby boomers, Gen X, and Millennials. We're back, everybody, and we are so excited. This is the podcast, Patty and the Millennials. I'm Patty Jackson. I'm a radio vet, 38 years in the game in Philadelphia. And it's a podcast conversation between me. I'm a baby boomer, by the way. We've got millennials. We've got Gen X. This is the social distancing podcast. Joining us on the phone, we've got Chocolate Divinity. What's up, Chocolate? Hello, hello. <laughs> She's joining us on the phone, just getting the levels here. We've got, she makes the most fabulous cookies ever. We've got Arlene Felder, Glassy Brown Cookies. Hey, We've got Dr. Sex Heather, who is here. And we have a recent graduate from Temple University. Hey. She is stepping into her dream. This is your first podcast. First podcast. Oh! And this is Deja. It's so good to be back. Yes, welcome to Deja. Uh, Today, wanted to address life. Damn, this pandemic hit. Everything changed. Everybody talked. Well, we want to go back to normal. Well, there is no new normal. Racial uprest has really turned not only this nation, but the world on its head. This murder of George Floyd, and it and it and it was a murder. Reaction around the world has been amazing, and I think all of our lives have really changed because it's a different time in our country. I want to ask the question: Where do we go from here on a path to peace? Not only as a nation, um, our families, as human beings. Chocolate, while we got you here, how do you think it will be as we move forward? Yeah, we can't just keep doing more of the same old, same old. Now is the time to really step up, and not just black people, but now it finally seems like other um, people are stepping up and calling out um, race um, issues and justice issues. When you see it, you can no longer ignore it. You have to speak up. You people say that you want change as well. But this is the time, this is the first time in our lifetimes that it's it's providing the opportunity to do just that, for real change. Our country needs to grow, to grow. It is important to have the uncomfortable conversations in order to spark that real change. And it is a lot of uncomfortable conversations. Thank you so much, Chaka. We're going to let you get back to work. (laughs) because <laughs> I know you're busy. <laughs> Thank, you, Thank you, baby. Thank you. I love you all. Thank you. Me too. Arlene, yes. we're in a new, we're, we're, we're in a new age. We, we're not going back to what we were before this pandemic. We see what's happening and the social 
on justice, but we see this movement where people are tired. And it's not just African-Americans. There are a lot of white people that are tired. There are a lot of young people who are making their voices heard. This is such an important time because I think of people that are graduating and coming out into the world. Boy, do they have a lot they're faced with so much. How do you think we'll move forward? There's so, so, so much going on. And I respect you, congratulate you for graduating um, from Temple University. The path that she has ahead of her is going to be extremely hard. And we as a community have to help her with that path. How do we do that? We have to assess the complete situation of what's going on Mm -hmm. and figure out what direction she wants to go in. We have to talk to each of our youth and find out where do you want to go? What do you want to do since this pandemic has happened? What do you want to be? How do you feel? It's so much. It's so much, Mm -hmm. Patty. We got to teach our children racism. What is racism? You may hear your friends saying words in a song. Should they be saying those words? No. You got to teach them that. It's so much, Patty. It's, it's, It's a bog of information that we have to teach our children in order for them to move forward. We got to help the graduates again. What do you think about with this whole issue with our police departments? Now it seems like the relationship is more strained than ever. We got to go back to neighborhood watch, community policing. Definitely community police. If you see something going on, you don't necessarily have to call to police yourself. If you're in your neighborhood, you know what neighbor is doing, what things that they're not supposed to be doing. Sometimes we have to go back to that old school approach and approach these people about what's happening. Mm -hmm. If you see John, Tommy, um, or anybody else in the neighborhood doing something, you need to step to them. Well, I've said, like parents, don't accept stolen goods into your home. You you knew, yeah, I know, I know. Don't accept stolen goods into your home because accepting stolen goods is giving it a pass that it's okay to loot. And many neighborhoods, you know, were destroyed. I mean, literally were destroyed. We look at what's, at, we look at what's going on and why do you think, Dr. Heather, that racism is so hard to talk about? Okay, I got so much to say. I'm over here about to jump out listen, of my listen, out of my I'm skin. Listening. I just have so I just want to say for what there's a lot of different perspectives, right? Like we're in different age ranges in here, so we kind of grew up knowing the same stuff about our people, but we didn't learn this anything in school about our people. So we all have that in common. Let me just say. Um, we have the the violence in common, watching our people die by, at the hands of white people, not just cops, right? People tr- tracking people down, jumping out of cars and killing them, right? So I think it's this is around perspective, too, in our community. Let me just say the community of color, black people. When they, so I don't condone violence. Let me just be clear about that, yeah. okay? Never condone violence. However, we have to, as a people, step back and look before we say, don't be looting, don't be stealing. Guess what? This country was stolen. We're living in a stolen country. We're living with stolen people, like our ancestors, us. We were stolen. 
we're stolen. So how are we telling uh, kids who don't get that? Like, they're not understanding that violence. No, don't. So don't do violence because we're, you know, we were stolen. They're like, no, this is reparations. I have spoken to some young kids who looted, okay, who said to me it made them feel alive, like they had a place here in America by stealing something. Think about that. It wasn't, and somebody, one of them stole a blanket. He don't need no blanket. It was just that he said, I felt like I belonged. Something was mine finally, because there's nothing that's mine in America. Not even me. I'm not, I don't even belong here. You know, they, I, the different perspectives I heard was like crushed my heart. It crushed my heart. But at the same time, as a psychotherapist, I I can have the ability to step out of myself and be neutral and understand a perspective in a, in a way. You know, I don't agree with it, but I have to hear it. And I think that's what we have to do, Patty, to answer your question from earlier. We got to listen. We got to hear, listen, and we got to make sure we have a shared vision. Because if our vision is not the same as other people's vision that are running this country, the same thing is going to happen again. So before we go reorganizing, because everybody's like, we got to reorganize. How are you going to reorganize if your vision is not a shared vision? Okay? So that's what we have to do. We got to have a shared vision. We got to talk to them kids who was looting. Okay? Because we're putting a label like, you got to be violent. I... Hopefully nobody else is being killed or killed because of the violence in Philadelphia or anywhere else in our country, in our world. And I think other people in other places, like other countries, are showing us, like, we love y'all. We care about y'all. We see y'all. We see what's going on. So I hope when the people who were looting sit down and kind of just see. Because one boy, you know, he told me, he said, this ain't my land. I looted that store because that store is on somebody else's land and it's not my land and I don't know those people and if I can't have it, they can't have it either. That's what he told me. You, know you got to understand the perspective. That's all I'm saying. No, it, but when, I, when I'm hearing you and, and, and I try to take it from uh, from the a young perspective uh, of what uh, some millennials may be going through, mm -hmm. a lot of their parents are unemployed. Yes. Yeah. Choosing between eating with the $1,200 or paying the rent with the $1,200. Which one I'm going to do? So I choose the rent. So now we got to go out and get food any kind of way we can. They're going to accept those stolen goods. Like Patty said, you know, don't accept it. But a lot of these parents are going to accept those goods. You know why? Because they're unemployed. And they don't have a means to get anything else. So that's what's actually happening. You, and one guy told me, I said, you, you don't sure, need sir. nothing. I said, what you doing? He said, well, guess what? I got a crock pot. A crock pot for my mom. Because she didn't have a crock pot. Wow. You know, it goes to sim simple as that. Things you can't afford that you went and got. You went and got it. Mm. And now you feel liberated just by getting a crock pot. Deja. Hmm. Class of 2020 in the yeah. building. Yeah. You're graduating. But these are tough times that you are entering as a young person how do you feel about where this country is and all of this you know this 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 uprest this this racism that is just smacking us in the face um, i think it's i think it's crazy like we were all saying it's a, a lot of different perspectives to it because i have the perspective of i don't think we should do this to our community but then i also agree with my my generation we're, I feel like my generation is young. Everyone's young, really reckless. They're ready to go out. I'm like, you know what? They, 
It's a lot of spunk. They're going to go for it and do whatever they need to do. And I agree with that, but I'm also, I'm just 50-50 on it. As far as how I feel about the racism altogether, um, I feel like now, after all of this, may be a pivotal moment. I'm really hopeful that it'll be a pivotal moment for everyone. And I feel like there's a lot of white people, and it feels good to see a lot of white people actually supporting it. Because that's something that we didn't see before. It's like they knew, we all knew, and it was uncomfortable to talk about racism. But to see, you know, we're on Instagram and everyone's posting Blackout Tuesday. You see a lot of white people, or like a lot of my white peers or friends are posting about Black Lives Matter and engaging and trying to do whatever they can to support I feel like it could be a very pivotal moment to help make us feel more comfortable to know we have white people backing us up. Because if they care, then we can probably get the higher ups to care, too. I see it. I see a lot of my um, white friends posting. I appreciate it. But then I have a raised eyebrow because when I was posting things before or speaking of certain topics, where were you? I mean, so I still have an eyebrow raised. You're going to have to show me a little bit more. Just because it was Blackout Tuesday yesterday, that doesn't mean anything to me. You need to do more. Mm-hmm. Not just one day. So my eyebrows still a little raised there. You know who you are. My eyebrows raised. Yes. So about the racism question, Patty, I so I think the topic is so not I think I know the topic is very difficult to talk about because this country was built on black backs. Okay, so when you're you how are you going to talk to people who were stolen to build a nation about them being stolen to build a nation. <laughs> how, how are you going to have a conversation like that? That goes along with hiding our history from us, not wanting us to know. You know, I visited our the museum in D.C. of, of African American National History Museum, and it was amazing. It was so many emotions I experienced as an as a forty something year old woman. I'm like, how come I'm just learning about? most of the stuff in this museum. I was angry, okay? And that anger was shared with a lot of people in the museum because you could see it on their faces. Like, when we we spoke to one another in the museum, there is actually a room that you can go into (laughs) to calm down. Yeah. It's like the tranquility room. What? Don't a museum have that? Guess why they have that? Because it's horrible. Like, it's like... Here it is. You, We didn't have this for you in your books, but here it is right here on Front Street. So now you can see it, but it's a lot, right? So you go into this room, you sit down, you listen to the waterfall, and you calm down because you just came up from the slave times. You know, so it's a lot to deal with. So, of course, you can't talk to a, a, a white person about racism who is uneducated about what racism really is because they don't see their privilege. There's a lot of people who don't even understand. But like you said, Arlene, I definitely agree with the fact that we're moving in that direction. There are a lot of white people who are now like, how come I didn't see this? What happened? So now they need to reexamine why they didn't see this. What? How did they not know all of this was going on in our nation? I think that also I was going to say is I feel like this moment and all the chaos that's been going on has been very helpful. You see a lot of black young people educating themselves on these issues because they're at the forefront. And they've always been at the forefront. But for some reason, with George Floyd, it was like the tip of the iceberg for everyone. And it's like to see a lot of information coming out and everyone educating themselves. And like you said, you learned something new that you didn't even know. Or I feel like also like the white people, they're. They knew racism, people there of it, maybe supported it, whatever the case may be. But it's like to actually see it, 
something about this very moment with George Floyd was the icing on the cake for everyone. It was just like a wow. And I see a lot of white people in my timeline and my friend group um, educating themselves, reading books, sharing books with each other on what they can read to read up on what's been going on in America for all these years. And I think that's really cool. Wow, the conversation is back. And it's good. It's good to have open dialogue. It's good to have conversation. Arlene and Sex Dr. Heather and Deja, Toya, Chocolate Divinity, who joined us. You can find this podcast, Patty and the Millennials, on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcast at WDASFM.com, Spreaker, Spotify. We're there. We're everywhere. And we appreciate you guys for taking time to listen. This is the podcast conversation, Patty and the Millennials. Dex Stuckley, he puts it all together. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please reach out. Please comment. We are here. It's great to have conversation. Acme makes sure your grocery shopping is easier than ever. Download the Acme mobile app today to have your own personal grocery guru right in your pocket. Use it to plan your shopping list like a pro. Find recipes tailored to your diet. Get personalized deals on the products you buy most and choose your shopping style. Whether it's in-store delivery or drive-up, Acme's got you covered, plus rack of reward points for every purchase and redeem for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors.